Get out of here, Bill Clinton. Lil Blinton. Bill Blinton. Kill Blinton. Shrill Plimpton. <laughs> Shrimp Nixon. <laughs> Shrimp Limpton. Shrimp Limpton. <laughs> Weird. Those rubber sheets and get the football helmets on because it's weird movie night. We are the worst podcast in Canada. My hey. name is Josh McSween. To my left, a man who needs no introduction, so I'm not going to give him one. Devin Penner. Aww, that's the nicest thing you've ever said about me. Which is nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. Sitting to my left, the man who once requested that his banks and his bank statements on printed pieces of macaroni ham, Travis Dart. <laughs> that was a long one. Uh, it's eat money. And sitting to my left, she likes olives as much as she likes being in the room with all three of us stinky fucks, and that's not a lot. Brandy <laughs> Bailey. It's true, they're gross. <laughs> yes, Lots we are. Olives. All right, and segueing, <laughs> segueing away from that criticism, Travis, what the fuck we got tonight, man? We have our finale in our Ralph Bakshi series. We're going with American Pop American from 1981. Pop. This is uh, my first Bakshi film that I watched. I saw it on YouTube, and... I watched the whole thing and thought it was kind of weird, but I only realized like in the last 10 minutes that I was watching it on like 0.75 speed. So all the music was <laughs> off and like all the dialogue was kind of only so if you can afford weird. it, man. Like it was all kind of weird. That sounds horrible. I didn't like it. Right. <laughs> so you watched it. I was like, why did people like this? <laughs> So you took over two hours to watch an hour and 30 minute movie. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's a couple of years ago. I'm sorry about it. What's Think it I about? this movie of like four or five years ago for funsies. Not realizing that even though it came out and it was released and it was like finished in 81, didn't get widely released until 98 because of licensing issues. Jesus. He yeah. ran into that a lot, hey? Yeah. yeah. This and Hey Good Looking. Does yep. he just love stealing music or what? No, it's that he paid very little for it. <laughs> like the entire soundtrack for this movie, he paid under a million dollars for it. Damn, I wish I could get soundtracks for movies for that cheap. It'd be so nice. If when it's like do that. Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix, yeah. yeah I guess, <laughs> yeah. This one has a relatively high score on both IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. Hell yeah. This is probably his, what, what, is this his highest brow one? You know what I mean, like it's yeah. like culturally important or something. I mean, this and probably like Lord of the Rings, yeah. I don't even know if this is weird movie night territory. Uh, it's still pretty weird. Yeah. Is it? Is it? I mean, it's it's the story of of music. Oh well, that's good. So, it, like uh, previously, like Travis and I had mentioned, like Bakshi's other films are about specific American cultures, but this one in kind of like encompasses American culture. And history in pop music. Yeah. which is, So it's more all-encompassing. It's four, gen- yeah, four generations of entertaining and music. Mm. Oh. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It's basically Dewey Cox. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is full animated or is it like full the... Animated. Rotoscoped. Almost fully rotoscoped. Oh, cool. <laughs> Released in four languages. English, Hebrew, Russian, and Yiddish. <laughs> Hebrew cool. and Yiddish. Hebrew and Yiddish. Shall I hit it with some story? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give a summary. American Pop is the animated story of a very talented and troubled family starting with 19th century Russia and moving through several generations of musicians. The film covers American popular music from the pre-jazz age through rhythm and blues, 1950s rock and roll, drug-laden psychedelia, and punk rock, finally ending with the onset of new wave in the early 1980s. Ooh. 
pissed. I'm excited to check this one out. I think it's going to be a whole lot less caricatured weirdness. Yeah, it's man. still going to have its weirdness because it's tackle psychedelia. Fair. But yeah, it's not going to be as super distorted. <laughs> Do you think this would probably be his most like straightforward film? Uh, plot driven, probably not as much as like. Well, I mean, Cool World's probably his most plot driven movie. Mm. And Fire and Ice, as basic as it was. Lord of the Rings, I mean. Yeah. He didn't write that plot, though. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty, pretty hard to straight. He didn't, I don't plot. think he wrote this one either. Mm. He, nope, he directed it, but it was written by Ronnie Kern. Oh, that old Ronnie Classic Kern. Ronnie. With a budget of one and a half million. This would be a mainstay for boxing movies. Million and a half bucks, here you go. Make a bunch of... Not two million, that's asking too much. Yeah. 1.5. Well, <laughs> shall we get into it? Yeah, somebody else fucking, fucking do it. Do it. Now who's getting your the mop job. water, fucker? Better give me extra mop water for this. New mop water. Ooh, new mop water. Yeah, but it won't have the old mop water taste. No, no but it'll be brand new and tasty. <laughs> Doesn't got that old mop stand. <laughs> yeah, you got the mill. Give me mop. mop of the old world, please. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Let's move, let's move on. Here we go. You yeah, imagine like time. the ragtime was like the, the rock thing. rock and roll. Just like. Yes, yeah, girls put their boobies out and fucking lifted their legs a little bit more. Yeah, that'd be wild. Just being like, "Wow, what's it's that perverse s- swing music? Is that the devil? It's making me feel things." But then imagine getting used to that, going from that being the devil's music to being normal, and then hearing jazz. <laughs> ah, butt crack. And then time travelers come back and introduce Meshuggah to the forest. <laughs> like, what a different animation style right? compared to the last movie. So yeah, the animation is pretty slick, and the characters aren't horribly stylized. The, the fully roto, rotoscoped animation actually looks really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. This gosh. actually happened. Do yep. Unpack it. This in a fire. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. It was a thing. So the incident in which Zombie's mother dies is the 1911 Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire. Triangle Shirtwaist. What? One of the worst industrial disasters in New York City's history. 146 garment workers, mostly immigrant women, died either in the fire or by jumping from the windows of the 8th and 10th floors because the doors were locked shut. <gasps> oh, my God. Why were they locked? Uh, because nobody gave a shit about workers then. Keep Fuck them in there man. to work. The fire prompted legislative and union action to improve safety and working conditions in garment sweatshops. The words triangle shirtways can be briefly seen on the wall of the sweatshop during the first scene of the sequence. Damn. Oh God. Like that was, that, that is one of the reasons unions exist now. That's only 101, that's 101 years ago. Yep. Okay, welcome to work. Locks you in. They lock you in. They lock you in. Complete the work. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Fuck me sideways. It's, it's, and it's not terribly, like, think about Amazon warehouses. It's fucked up shit that happens there. Sidebar, what happens there? At Amazon warehouses? Like, people get in trouble for taking piss breaks. Yep. People yep. get fired over going to the bathroom when they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, People die on the floor. They die on the floor? Yeah, they work, like, they work themselves to death there. They get no breaks. They get... And if you don't, like, make your quotas, you get reprimanded. Yeah. Oh. Amazon fucking sucks. Yep, <laughs> I would fun. never want to work for Amazon. Like, Non-spawn. ever. Non-spawn. <laughs> like, I'd, 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 I would happily work at a fucking fast food joint before I worked for Amazon. Well, anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Back to the entertainment bar, back to industry. Back to it's the horse's ass. Oh my god, it's the horse. <laughs> Vaudeville. Oh my god, he's the horse. <laughs> he's graduated <laughs> from a juvenile to a horse's ass. I love how even in 1911, they were like, no more dancing horses. <laughs> oh no. He got the shot. Die in a horse's ass, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Please don't put this in my obituary. <laughs> it's going right in your obituary. <laughs> 
Ah, uh, spitting drawer. <laughs> this is my spitting drawer. Not quite the, not nearly the same as a pissing drawer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the second drawer is for. That's what the lower one is for. You can't confuse the two. I want to stop being poor so I can separate the two, you know? <laughs> one day I want to tell mama I got a separate pissing and spitting drawer. <laughs> Oh, but my older brother, he's got a triple deck. He's got in a shit and drawer. You he's a rich fuck, that one. He made it good in showbiz. Yeah. <laughs> you have a spitting drawer for that, dude. Yeah. Spitting on the floor when he's got a fucking floor. drawer for it. Classless. <laughs> Look how many spitting drawers she's got. Man, she's Fancy. made it big. She's a star. Fancy spitting drawer. Yeah, look at all those look at all those pissing and spitting drawers. <laughs> Should we explain what's going on? So he got the stripper pregnant. Yep. And he doesn't want to marry her. No, he. I think he doesn't mind the idea of marrying her, but he didn't have any money. Ah. So then the idea was, we're a decent place. You either get the kid taken care of or you get married. Ah, I see. You know, decency. <laughs> we don't want to see a pregnant woman here. It's yeah. disgusting. She's fat. <laughs> <laughs> We don't want her around here. She's, She's fat. fat. It's indecent. We don't want to see that someone's had sex with her. We just Gross. want to see we her. We just like we... the idea of her. Yeah. The idea of us having sex with her. We don't yeah. want to know anybody's actually had sex with her. Disgusting. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> that looks like a mob lady. Yes. Ma- oh, mob lady. Yeah. Yep. Mob lady. Mob lady. It's a mob lady. lady. All right, now this song to this imagery is very unique, actually. So this music to the Second World War. Wow. My sister got in a car accident with this song playing. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? She said it was wild. (laughs) (laughs) There's no other cars involved. But she like hit a patch of ice, and her car was just like (laughs) on the highway. Like, could you imagine just like rolling your car and dying slowly, and you just have Weird Al on? <laughs> you can't shut it off. What the hell, man? He died doing what well, he loved, making something. people happy. Can we explain happy. that scene? Okay, there's a lot, to, a fair amount to unpack. This is quite the dense movie. I feel we've already we're 30 minutes in. We've gone through like two or three generations. Yeah, of, fast moving. Yeah, yeah, very very quick. Because it's not about specific characters. It's about the spreading of a culture and a family. Yeah, yeah. It's about the generations. Of, it's about the generations of an entire family going. Yeah. Through. So rather than focus on in, on individual characters, it's about like spreading out yeah. or something like that. So um, one of the sons, is, he is a musician. Uh, he's the second in this line. Um, he seems to be fairly well off, but doesn't really have a big, what is it, uh, calling? But he's a great musician. Yeah. One day he marries this woman. It seems like it's kind of like a, a, a mob political marriage. mob marriage. He's yeah. got a lot of money. He's got a kid on the way, but still he decides to enlist. He goes off to enlist, um, and it, you know, he's out there playing harmonica in a foxhole, and people are telling him he's shit. But one day he finds a nice piano in this bombed out town in Germany. And he just starts going and lights a cigarette, sits down, and he's playing old, beautiful tunes. But somebody is hiding out in the house and sneaks up on him. And even though Buddy playing the piano notices him there at the last minute, instead of trying to fight him off or run away or beg for his life, he turns around and starts playing a new song. And, starts playing and a nice, probably German song? Probably. Yeah. When he's done half the song, the soldier says, Danke. 
and lights him up with the machine gun. And I think that's like the end of, you know, that's that's it for the 40s. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. Hopefully he porked. His wife, and she's got a yeah, kid well, brewing. <laughs> Hopefully he forged his wife, otherwise this movie is over. Yeah. <laughs> this really is just a love letter to music, isn't it? Yeah. It's awesome it really so is. far. It's, it's just legitimately good. Yeah. No, it is great that they're just, like, shifting genres so quickly. It's, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Come here. You want to scratch my back for me? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a spot I can't reach. Hey, kid, Pritzels, let's go. Hey, kid, kid, can you look at this mole? Do you is think it... it's benign? Yeah. Does it look a little too pink? <laughs> nope. Can't say that I have. Nope. What's fishing? <laughs> you ever see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> Crying in the corn. As Crying you do. Corn That's all that people do in Kansas. What else is there to do? Live by the corn, die by the corn. <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. Live by the corn, die by the corn, cry by the corn. Yep. Cry by the corn. Live by the corn, cry by the corn. Yeah, the corn giveth, the corn taketh away. <laughs> yep. Corn for the corn god. <laughs> <laughs> the corn gives, the corn takes. He knew the rules. He who walks between the rows. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite brown box cereal. <laughs> Did you say brown <laughs> Brown box. <laughs> Back in my day, we had one cereal that was out of the brown box. <laughs> and it was brown. It was, it was brown it was, cereal from a brown box. We <laughs> ate it with brown milk. <laughs> it, was pieces, it was pieces of another brown box ripped up. <laughs> That's the whole thing. It's made of bits of brown box. <laughs> and the cycle repeats. <laughs> This was not Bakshi's original choice for this song. What was it? Freebird. Damn. Really? Yeah. What song is this? Yeah, Freebird would have been perfect. Like, that would have been, like, culmination of American rock, I guess. Night Moves by Bob Seger Uh, and the Silver Bullet Band. Yeah. Fucking Night Moves? Yeah. That's your culmination of your, like, Jewish... Oh, yeah. Like, people, like... Exiles in fucking Russia because of their religion, it winds up to night moves. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for night moves. Finally, some good music. <laughs> actually, Crazy on You is actually super dope. Oh, yeah. How do you describe this? A culmination of all of his ancestors to a medley of American pop rock? Yep. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's it. Ah! And then glam metal shows up and you lose your jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and you wind up like you wind up on a fucking reality TV show. Okay, I'll say that movie was fucking awesome. It was great. That was wicked. Yeah. Yeah. Just I think that's yeah, that's his highest brow film. For but, sure. And it's not just talking about like you usually he's got like a really narrow vision of like who he's trying to portray. It could be, you know, African Americans in Harlem in a certain period of time. Or a bunch of goblins in a in, you know future fantasy world destroyed yeah. by nuclear destruction, you know regular stuff. But this it's like really <laughs> widespread. It's really widespread. It takes you all across America and f- through three or four generations. Yeah, and all throughout America's history through its greatest export Music. culture. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. Like it's it's crazy to think that uh, when did Wizards come out? Seventy seven. Yeah, damn. And this was 
Finished in 81, but it wasn't widely... It didn't get a video release until 97. But it must have had a, a theatrical release. It had a bit of a theatrical release, yeah. Could it have been on t- TV at all? I or? don't know. So it wouldn't have been seen for fucking 27 years or something? Yep. That's wow. wild. That is fucking Yeah, crazy. it was because of the licensing issues with the music. Wow, <sighs> man. Hmm. I remember sucks. seeing like that cassette at my local movie store, like the video box art, and I was like, Hmm. Interesting. That's wild. Like, right? It's such a long time frame. Yeah. Like, yeah. fucking. And now your ending songs are all kind of really dated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Kidding. It's weird because yeah, it came out on video after his last movie did. <laughs> yeah. Because Cool World was, I think, ninety five. Yeah. yeah. It's an epic, for sure. It doesn't focus on any one person. Yeah. It's just like short stories that involve the same family. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Different so. generations. It's a series yeah, of absolutely. it's a series of vignettes. Sure. Yeah. 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 All, all within the same family in the same country for ninety percent of it. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, the influences of culture and how it's distilled down through generations and stuff. Like you notice a shift between who is the junkie? Yeah, the third generation. What was guy. his yeah. name? Yeah, second last one. Um, Shoot, what was his name? It's it's okay. Dude, what was the last guy's name? Who gives a Lil shit? Lil Pete. Lil Pete. Okay, Lil fuck Pete. me. <laughs> Tony? No. Tony. Was yeah. that? I feel like I just kind Tony of... Tony Peeperson. <laughs> but it's, it's crazy. You notice guy? a shift. Tony Shrimp Plimpton. Shrimp Plimpton. <laughs> you notice a shift between like Tony and his dad, like the guy who was in World War II, who got shot playing the piano. Like it's you, you notice a shift when uh, culture started to change. Like his life started going downhill, real hard, real know? hard, real fast. <laughs> yeah, like it would have been a different time. Like it was he, very much like a, a whoop, bang. But like that second last character, the junkie character, Tony. Yeah, he was around from the fifties through the seventies. Yeah, you know, and then his kid. So it's kicking off in the early 70s, and it's, but it's playing, you know, Velvet Underground during that time, early 70s music, but then his arc ends with fucking night moves, <laughs> which I'm sure was an edgy one back then. It would have been funny if uh, they're touring through England in the 80s, and there's just fucking napalm death. <laughs> that would be awesome. Rotoscoped Barney Greenway just whoa! <laughs> fucking dope. <laughs> I want to see a sequel to this. Yeah, I would totally watch a sequel. To this. I would love. I I know like he's retired pretty much and he's just painting. Yeah, but I would. I mean, this is a car culmination of our Bakshi series. So like, I would love to see Bakshi come back and just take on another swing. I'm sure he could crowd crowdfund anything that he wanted. You know. So wait, this was released on video like 15 years after it's making. So that's like the equivalent of if a movie were to come out. And That'd be like Jiggly getting sorry. released today because. No, Giggly. It's like <laughs> no, it, the same movie was released today, but it was like Teach Me How to Dougie was the song. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, wow, like, it was like old. It's an older it, song. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it right? would, it, it'd be you'd be like, "Here's the culmination of American culture up to this point." Yeah, yeah. so it's a boy telling, and I mean, then it comes. And yeah, exactly, so, and then it yeah. comes out now. Well, and then it comes out now, and you're like, "Huh?" Well, doing something <laughs> like cultural, you know, film like this, you Teach are ultimately dating yourself. 
you are absolutely dating yourself. And eventually, at some point, some of that is going to be lame. Yeah. I mean, now we look at this movie and we're like, oh, yeah, that's all good music. You know, but I'm sure it wouldn't be the same. Like, oh, you're ending with Boomer Rock? Because we're so far removed from it. It's like, yeah, it's up to the 80s, and those were the hits. But, like... It'd be weird to see a movie take place like this, but start in the 90s. Ugh. Like, oh. just metal and fucking, like, you know, like... <laughs> Pantera, Corn, fucking... Lincoln Plim- Park, Lincoln Billy Park. Talent, you know, the good stuff. Plim Kibitz. <laughs> Cole Nickelback. Oh, three hours God. worth of Nickelback, and then going on to, you know, the greats, like... Five Finger Death Punch and Volbeat. <laughs> it would start Five with the good stuff. Fruit punch. Fuck me. It would. It would I start with. Uh, it would start with some kid at a coal chamber show, oh, and you hear him play the the Berber Dang riff. I can't believe I used to fucking like them. <laughs> and then he would. Ugh. And then he would go on to start. Or, Isn't the Berber Dang? Is that Mudvayne? Berber Dang. Berber Dang. Fucking hair. And then he would go on to start. P.O.D. No, I don't know. But yeah, he raced. <laughs> I would not want to watch him. One this... day, new metal is going to come back. Oh, because everything the 2050s. Comes back. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, man, colorful clown hair spikes are sweet. <laughs> what are you getting? Fucking vertical face tattoos, Joker. And do you see bell bottoms are coming back? Mm-hmm. Are they? Yeah, like par- not bell bottoms, but parachute pants. Oof. Yeah, yeah we, we, we're in like the second late 80s. Yeah. We're going to be the second boomer generation because we hate everything. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, God, I remember that. Don't bring it back. But that's going to be every generation. You're always going to yeah. have the people that remember it when it wasn't cool. Or... What are you talking about? I'm not old. <laughs> okay, Grandpa. <laughs> um, it's time Let's for... get you to bed. <laughs> well, no, the, bo- the boomers loved all the stuff in their generation. Of course. I We all hate everything in our generation. <laughs> I think we all just, we've been so scarred by everything that's happened in our generation. We're just distrustful and hateful of everything. (laughs) Which is okay. But back to American Pop. Yeah. Uh, I fucking loved it. I thought that was so so fast. So unexpected for a boxy movie. I was honestly kind of half hearted going into this episode. I was just kind of like, oh, I got to go watch more janky animation and try to figure out what's going on but no it was fucking awesome i loved it yeah, yeah just like this was an easy watch yeah totally yeah yeah i think yeah. this is a very accessible backshe film totally definitely especially if you like music yeah and yeah. night moves and night when bob seeger can you believe that it's like okay for like the culmination when it's just like showing his you know, suffering grandparents going through the <laughs> war and someone's struggling through heroin addiction and someone's dead. And it's like, working all my night moves. It, <laughs> no, it should have been Freebird. Like, if you're telling me it was up between night moves and Freebird, it should have been Fuck you Freebird. wanted Freebird. I, I don't know who told him that. Well, whoever, there should be a fucking uh, director's cut. Right? Yes. Yes, right. I'd watch it. Why? Why couldn't they get Freebird? Was that a licensing thing? But imagine so, over yeah. that solo was, was Leonard Skinner in the hospital. <laughs> Could you imagine that solo <laughs> when everything's Skinner. going fucking crazy? <laughs> when everything's going all fucking crazy and changing really quickly, and then that solo, just fucking, yeah, yeah, man, oh, that'd yeah. be so sick. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be super dope. I would like to pop in a, a quote from Bakshi about this film. What I wanted to do was explore music. Music creates images. I used to drive around New York in my car at night. There's nothing more beautiful than crossing the Brooklyn Bridge at two in the morning. It's magical if you got Tito Puente on or Miles Davis or Coltrane. Mm. It's just beautiful. The whole thing melts. I've always used every image I could to produce an emotional feeling. 
Mm. It's nice. It is nice. It's yeah. a long. It's a long. It's a long ways from that and the guy who used to. What was it? Hit on chicks and and smoke cigarettes. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said that he wanted to. What was it? And yeah, he's more. Chicks. What was it? More more interested in scoring chicks and mouthing off. Yeah, or, that's what it was. Yeah. Mouthing off. Something Hell like yeah. that. He's an expert at mouthing <laughs> off. And I get that. We've all had. We've all had those nights. Never. Absolutely. Uh, but I mean, like, <laughs> I that's because you're a square. I feel like this is the closest that you can get to a perfect boxy film. Everything else kind of has a bit more jank, all that kind of stuff. We really have to give it up for what he's done for the fi- for film. Yeah. You know, he's pushed a for lot of boundaries. We've been on a bit of a fucking journey here. For film generally and animation specifically. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I mean, like, he's got like these like trashy, uncomfortable, imperfect, yet affecting films. Yeah, definitely. Like, guarantee if there was no Bakshi, then we wouldn't have, like, the heavy metal movie. We sure. have uh, a lot of the shit that we watched. Spine of Night wouldn't have come out. Yeah. Absolutely. It's dope. Yeah. Yeah, just watch it. It's fucking Yeah, killer. definitely need to watch that movie. Yeah. It's fucking yeah, amazing. Definitely. All right. It's like uh, if uh, Fire and Ice mixed with heavy metal. Sick. Yeah, <laughs> with a bitchin' synth soundtrack. Yeah, yeah it's down. actually super uh, dope. But yeah, back to back. She, like, I mean, yeah, we've definitely been on, on a fucking journey here. Uh, any final, like, closing bullshits? I was going to say, yeah, it's it's been a journey. Kind of hits... Every side of the spectrum in terms of like quality and content, it's yeah. all over the place. But I'm glad we did this, and I, w- I want to watch more of his stuff. Yeah, totally. So that's wrapping up our series on Ralph Bakshi. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sticking through with us. This has been a, an awesome ride. It's just so rare that we that we actually we never get to go this deep on a subject. So this was fun. Yeah, who um, knows? Maybe it'll continue. Not with Bakshi, but you know, <laughs> we'll be. <laughs> nah. Picking a topic for our next series, what it'll be. I guess I'll just have to turn, not touch that radio dial and check back on in. You want am or fum? (laughs) You mean you don't have Spotify on this thing? (laughs) Got any games on this thing? You got any games on this thing? Do you have like serious radio, bud? (laughs) But all the good stuff's on Octane. Liquid metal. All right, thank you so much, everybody. Cheers, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye.